Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase. Thanks for joining us, and thank you for being here on this crazy planet we call Earth. We're online at notjustaphase.net. We're on Instagram at notjustaphase worldwide. And occasionally, our writer Elias is tweeting some sort of nonsense on Twitter at NJAP Worldwide as well. So welcome back to the show. We're in season three. I'm hyped to chat today. Our mic is back on tour again in Sweden, Stockholm, Sweden, to be exact. I have the privilege of chatting with members of a power violence band named Chow. They mix a ton of various hardcore stylings into their very short, sweet, and fast tracks. We're going to chat about their origins, influences, and a bunch of other shit. So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Emily, the singer of Chow. And here is our new song, Europe Must Burn, on Not Just a Face podcast. Welcome to the show. Thanks for talking with us today, guys. How's everybody feeling? Good. Good. Yeah, good. Pretty tired. It's like evening here right now. Okay. What's evening? It's one o'clock where I'm at. Uh, seven. Seven uh, p.m. Oh, okay. Okay. That's right. Six hour time difference. So do you guys just want to state your, your name and what role you play in the band for the listeners here? Uh, yeah, my name is Emily, your wonderful name, Johannesson, uh, and I am the singer, the new, somewhat new singer. Yes, I'm uh, Daniel, Daniel, uh, play guitar, sing a bit. Right, well, I guess we should get into that new singer. There's a new vocalist for the, the songs that are coming out, the one you just debuted, and the uh, it's the EP or LP coming up? EP, correct? Yeah, EP. EP seven, seven tracks. Right. So how long have the has the new singer situation been happening here? I'd say for like a half half a year, six, seven months. Half a year? This but yeah. the, the new recordings are your first for the vocals, correct? Sorry? You, your your vocals are on the new recordings. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not the changed one, but the the yeah. extra hard single and yeah. Mm-hmm. All the upcoming. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, re-recorded them after our old singer uh, had to decide that she couldn't do it anymore due to just losing her voice, essentially. Uh, we just re-recorded all the vocals. Oh. Uh, okay. So that's the the stuff that's coming out now is 
uh, we started our recording 18 months ago or something. So September, 2021. So it's, it's taken a bit. <laughs> it's still, it's still waiting there. You guys probably been sitting on this for quite some time waiting for it to get out there. Eh? Yeah. Well, you guys, uh, you listen to any podcasts in your free time? I assume this is the first podcast you've done for the band. Am I correct with that? Yeah. Yeah. It's the first one. Uh, I listen to a bunch, like I listen to Swedish podcasts, so mainly like comedy stuff and then uh, American stuff. So it's it's been nice now during COVID when like uh, there's a podcast for The Office and one for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So I listen to those, for example. Great shows. Yeah, yeah. Great shows. Do you listen to any, Emily? Uh, I used to listen to a lot of like informative stuff, like documentaries and stuff like that. But then I started university and got like burnout. And now I only listen to Every Movie is Good podcast, which are like, yeah, two hardcore people talking about movies and bullshit. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Well, we usually like to kick off the show with like a quick origin story, but way before the band, how did you guys first get into punk rock music? Like, how did you find it? Or how did it find you? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, I um, I I came up on like indie music, so I uh, just followed some of those threads. Found like at the drive-in through Mars Volta and uh, Blood Brothers and Converge and like that kind of half hardcore, half something else music. Then I uh, I actually read this. There's this great book on the American like 80s indie scene. Uh, Our band could be your life. And there are uh, since they started DIY, the first chapters are on Black Flag and Minor Threat. So I just kind of went off there uh, and then just got into all of that stuff. So that was in high school, I guess. That sounds awesome. And what about yourself, Emily? Uh, I've always been really into music and I was a child like when I was like 10 years old uh, we got these like I don't really know what you call them in English but like a box of like a lot of TV channels and then my dad used introduced me to VH1 so I started with like watching a lot of TV VH1 and I got obsessed with like classic rock and old like yeah classic rock and stuff like that then VH1 began to suck uh, and I had to like, as I came into like YouTube, I started to like explore more of my own. It was more like grunge and 90s alternative. And then eventually, I don't really remember exactly how it was, but I started to, I saw Chris Cornell in my hometown. I don't live in Stockholm, I live in Karlstad. Um, so I saw him and then I got like heavily obsessed with the grunge and like 80s grunge, you know, cliche Seattle grunge. And then I started to do even more research because uh, I wanted to find more and more. And then I came on to like the underground side that like uh, more punkier and trashier, you know, found band stuff like you men and 64 spiders and eventually i came found like black flag minor threat so this this was about i was 17 so when i came into punk so it's yeah 
and yeah and then I just like dug further I, I didn't have any friends at the time that listened to any music that I listened to so I, I was kind that. of yeah. living in my own world there in YouTube <laughs> and now nothing's heavy enough or fast enough for you guys eh? yeah <laughs> just uh... kept pushing it and now you're here <laughs> yeah So, was there any previous bands that the or side projects that the band has currently that are worth noting? Worth noting? I can't even talk. Don you has we... a lot. I only have one. I've been rehearsing with the one band for three years now in Karlstad, but we haven't uh, released a demo yet or anything. What's the name? Rashes. What are you? What are you guys playing? Like, what's the style? Yeah, pa- hardcore punk ish. You're doing vocals for that band as well. Yeah. Very cool. So that's how I I uh, like had a reason to ask Emily uh, uh-huh. since there weren't any recordings. She had like a Instagram clip or something from when they were practicing, I guess. So I saw like can scream. <laughs> uh, but yeah, me me uh, Sam who plays drums and Carl who plays bass. We we all play played in a bunch of bands, and that's how we all met, I guess. I used to play the the band I played the most in was uh, called No Omega, so we we played for a bit and uh, or I guess we're still going technically, and then uh, my main other band is called uh, Mystery Language and it's like indie shoegaze stuff, uh, and uh, yeah, Sam used to be in a band called Grieved, which was I guess the band he did the most with, uh, but he's playing in like a bunch of bands. He he. Um, I don't know if they're known in the uh, US, but there was a big like melodic hardcore band from the UK called Landscapes that he played with for a bit from that like early 2010s melodic hardcore scene. But I, I, yeah, maybe they didn't make it over there. So, yeah. Where are you guys all from exactly? And what's the scene like in your area? Do you want to start? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm from Karlstad. It's like the opposite side of Sweden from Stockholm. It's more like at the Norwegian border. It's like th- it's uh, three hours by car or train to Stockholm. And the scene, I live in the 20th biggest city in Sweden, so it's pretty small. Uh, not a lot is well, going on here. 20th biggest city is pretty small? Yeah. Okay. 20th. Okay, but... How is it small if it's still like the 20th? That seems like it's pretty high up. Well, it depends how you measure it, I guess. But it's like 67,000 inhabitants. Okay. 7,000? No, 67. 67, 67, 80, something Uh, like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. But yeah, compared to Stockholm, it's really small. Okay. Um, And the scene... I I just... I found out like 2014 there was local bands that played. Um, and they wasn't too many and I was like have always been really shy and like introvert and didn't know a lot of people in the punk scene since I was about 24 3 or something I'm 28 now uh, so I'm pretty young if you can say in the scene I don't have that much experience from the local scene even uh and we don't have like many places to play at either so back then we had like two places that i know of in Kolsta, uh that could have like local bands every now and then but both of them closed down 
around like 2017 or 16. So after that, the city was pretty dead. We had like one, what you call, um, one like chain of, uh, it's called a rock bar. And you have that in basically every city in Sweden, I think. And it, it's not a popular place to play as punk bands. I don't think they wanted punks to be there either. And eventually they closed down too. So for the last years, there hasn't been any scene like that really because you can't play anywhere. And then COVID came. Ugh, yeah. And yeah, here we are now. But now we have at least one place small bands can play too. And it's like a pretty new pizza place. Oh, sick. So hopefully the scene is like going to flourish a little bit in the future. But I heard like from other people that older than me, uh, like 20, 15 years ago, there was a lot more like bands coming here. Uh, but I haven't experienced that much yet, unfortunately. Well, hopefully pizza can be the the cheese that holds everything together. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Brings it back around. What about uh, your area, Daniel? Yeah, yeah. Still small Stockholm scene is, there? Yeah, Stockholm is a bit bigger. Uh, I've been going to hardcore shows here for 14 years maybe uh and it when i started going it was quite dead it was like i guess my generation is when it started picking back up again from like the previous one it had been kind of quiet for a few years but i think stockholm is big enough then so it's been kind of going when 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 the scene has been going up and down it's still been active enough so there's shows going on all the time and people are starting bands maybe different styles come and go but it's it's been active enough so it's there's always been something to go to um but now it's it's after covid like properly kind of like all the restrictions went away so it's been pretty busy at shows uh guess the only downside is that it's kind of divided so we we play pretty much all kinds of of shows and i try to go to as much as stuff as i can but it's 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 clear that there are uh, like a there is a divide, uh, so people won't show up for for other promoters really. Uh, so there's there's a lot of people going to shows, but none of the shows get super big uh, in Stockholm measures at least. Hmm. Uh, but it's 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 good, I'd say. You guys yeah, you have like shows that. multiple shows a week. We have like one every fourth month or something punk show. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, that's drastic. At least in Karlstad, there's like uh, had been some good like uh, shows in Kristina small like smaller cities outside of Karlstad in the same county. Uh, but yeah, it's a bit far off. Is there any? Uh, is there a local band or two you guys want to shout out from your areas? Uh, yeah, Social Styrelsen. They are I'm not, super good. I'm not going to know how to spell that when I write the bio. I'm sorry. I'm going to ask it's you It's pretty later. easy, actually. <laughs> Social okay. Stirelsen. Oh, okay. I can probably send it to you later. You should, probably should. Thank you. <laughs> I want to include them in the notes so that their name's there. Yeah. But uh, I want to check them out, too. But I'm going to need you to spell that for me. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sludder is like a sludge, sludge metal, I guess. Cool. Okay. Uh, an affect Grenslandet. Yeah, there's some really good. Not too many bands though, but yeah, a few. 
yeah, Stockholm has loads of uh, great bands. Uh, so we're playing with almost all of them next week at this hardcore festival in Stockholm. But uh, I guess, nice. um, yeah, there's um, Blood Sermon, Existence, Speedway for like the moshier stuff. And then there's uh, some more like punky stuff like Vidro and Axe Rash. Uh, I think Vidro is coming to the US in the summer. So oh, yeah. people on your listeners should should go to that. West Coast, right? Yeah. What about uh, what about the Bleach Boys? Bleach Drinker coming to this festival there? Uh, no, uh, I'm, uh, I'm helping out at a show in a couple of weeks that they're playing, but, uh, yeah, I, they're, they're not really in the like mosh scene. They're more in the like grindy scene, I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I was thought, I thought it would all be united, but you guys were saying it's a little divided right? with the, yeah, but they are like, yeah, they are like real power violence. We aren't really power violence. We are more <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> it's leaning though. It's definitely leaning yeah. that way. Cause you got, yeah, you guys yeah. are fast enough, right? But yeah, they're definitely a lot on the lot more on the grind and the tempo and violence and such. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good peeps. I've had them on the show, so I just know they're around your area. I was curious if yeah. you at the uh, event there. We went to play this uh, this uh, like grind festival in Gothenburg, fast as fuck fest uh, in October. Such a sick so, name. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 if you say it too fast, it's it becomes something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. So that's cool that you would fit in on a bill with a bunch of fast core bands and shit, but you could also play with hardcore bands, right? Like it's yeah. not, yeah, it's a, good, really nice. it's a good mix for your sound for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We were uh, practicing today doing this stupid mosh part, but it's, I think it's funny to just not respect like whatever boundaries are set. Right. That, that we don't put up ourselves, uh, but just, it all sounds a bit different. Mm. Yeah. Fuck those true power violence dorks. The ones yeah. that just want to go straight by the book and gatekeep. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Who are you guys? Who are you guys listening to right now that you don't think is getting enough attention? Doesn't have to be a local band, just a band in general. You think deserves more hype? Uh, there was this band that we were supposed to play with uh, in Germany a year ago that we had to cancel on. That they were just coming out then. They're called uh, Wrecked Culture. It's like uh, more of a moshy band, but uh, they just have a few songs on Spotify, but it sounds so, so promising. Uh, they seem to be getting quite like busy in Germany, but I, I feel like most German bands usually don't make it outside of Germany. Uh, they, they only s kind of stay popular within their, like in the, in the German speaking areas. Uh, but yeah, they're really cool. And there's uh, another one from Switzerland called Life Crusher. Kind of similar stuff. Really good. I am not very good at all to listen to like new music. <laughs> no. Or hardcore. Uh, I had to like uh, think for a while, but I don't really know. Uh, like Firewalker, maybe? <laughs> but then, no, I don't really know. So let's talk about let's talk about you guys now. What labels are releasing the new EP, and where can we purchase physical copies? Quarantined Records uh, from uh, Malmö in Sweden. Uh, they started up during, obviously, during the quarantine. Uh, he started out doing a fanzine and um, this like Swedish hardcore compilation that was pretty good. And then he just kept going and started putting out records. He did. Uh, 
Bullshit, one of the better Gothenburg bands. Uh, so it's Bulls Shit, like a stupid spelling of that word. Uh, and yeah, that's coming out in uh, late late March. And pre-order should be going up, I think, a day or two after this podcast comes out. So just on the quarantine Bandcamp page, I guess. That's exciting. Um, are you are you allowed to say, or do you know you're doing tapes? Or are you doing vinyl? Uh, we're just doing uh, vinyl for now. Uh, we uh, we did so many tapes because we put out the first thing ourselves, and then it got repressed by a German label, and then we uh, did seven inches, and all of that sold out. So now we did like stupid year one discography tapes it's like eight minutes of music or something but just people keep buying <laughs> tapes and we want to be like i i i i i don't want to be one of those bands that come to play and you have like four shirts and no music so we just keep printing it and tapes are kind of easier easier to stock up on so mm -hmm. i think we're waiting on waiting to just do vinyl this time no, that's awesome. I'm I prefer vinyl over tape, even though the cost is not as nice on the wallet. But um, yeah. year one discography, eight minutes of music that cracked me up. <laughs> yeah, it's so short. How <laughs> is that a discography? <laughs> that's great. It's great. So who's uh, who mixed and mastered the album that's coming up here? It's uh, Will Killingsworth from Dead Air Studios, who was in Ampere and Orchid and vaccine yeah just thousand bands mixed and mastered countless amounts of crazy big names yeah very cool yeah yeah he did uh he mixed uh, a couple of indie songs for me too and it's just always when you have people mix like the overall mix can sound good but you're always like oh you don't understand what should be louder and what should be more quiet but he was almost immediately like just everything kind of at the right level uh, and just kind of understanding the the sonic, I don't know, landscape we're from, like loud guitars, all that stuff. So it's nice. He's super easy to work with. So I recommend him any day. Yeah, no kidding. He's definitely one of my favorite producers. Um, if not my favorite, he's like I said, he's done so many, so many big names and they all sound really good. What about the uh, what about the artwork for the album coming up here? It's uh, this guy, Benny, from uh, Germany. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his like, nickname, Druckwelle, Druckwelle, something like that. Uh, yeah, I've been eyeballing his like Instagram account for a long time. He does a lot of cool like European stuff. Uh, so yeah, he did that quickly for us this winter. And also yeah, it's, it's cool piece. some of the pictures we are using. Right. Yeah, yeah, our friend uh, Gabriella, uh, we we got some pictures from her, so from from some woods she went to, so that's like the basis of the artwork. Very cool, very cool, very excited to see the whole thing yeah. all laid out and everything. Is there any music from like outside of the punk music genres that influenced your writing for this album? Uh, I don't know, I... Um... You only listen to punk shit? <laughs> no, I listen to I listen to so much stuff that isn't uh punk music, but I right. try to steer away from being one of those bands who like try to show that like, oh, I, I listen to indie music too. So you have those parts in your hardcore band. I, I try to divide them up so it's more pure in its form. Uh but I think we 
uh, especially our drummer, he's really into this like black metal-ish band called Kraft from Sweden. So a lot of the like kind of fist pumping, like straight parts, we usually reference Kraft. Um, to some, it might just sound like trash talk or whatever, but that's kind of what we're going for. Yeah, uh, I got the trash talk vibes for sure. Yeah. Which so, is a great uh, thing. I love that band, especially their yeah. early work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's it's stuff that we like, but it's not really stuff that we're trying to sound like necessarily. But when you stop like Paul muting, it sounds like trash talk. So uh I don't know. Do you have any any of those ref references, Emily? Well, I just like on the new EP, we I have only written one lyrics. What is you say that lyric text, and uh, then I have written a few even newer, uh, but that isn't gonna be on the record. Does that count as uh, uh, in the question? It does, yeah. <laughs> I get like uh, I actually I've been listening a lot to Alice in Chains for the past years, so some of the lyrics is like inspired from them. And uh, if you know Lydia Lunch, uh, Queen of especially the Queen of CM record, I am inspired in her her kind of like writing stuff. And if you know the uh, older band called uh, Neo Boys from Portland, uh, they were mostly active in the eighties, I think. I really like their lyrics the most. So actually, they're probably them I get the most inspiration from right now. Um, I don't know. They are considered a punk band to some extent, but they are way more like, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's not really a new wave either. It's, uh, it's like very political texts and, but they're very, very, so it's sort of a punk attitude, I think maybe, but it's very like calm songs. Cool. It's really hard to describe to me. <laughs> So you guys, uh, you guys got some shows booked for the near future coming up, so you could play some of this new music live, and people can catch a catch you if they're out in the area. Yeah, we're um, we're doing a live and well fest uh, in a few days, and then we're doing a our first like proper Euro tour. We've been we've been outside of Sweden a bit before, but we haven't really had like time to structure more than a few days at a go. So we're doing uh, nine shows in like. I guess northwestern uh Europe in March. Um Germany, Denmark. Yes, center. Yeah. Uh Czech Republic. Yeah. Just it's it's on it's on our Instagram. Uh and then we're doing some more uh Swedish and Norwegian shows in June. And then we have like a uh a lot of stuff planned for the autumn and summer. Um so yeah, it's it's coming out later. So you said you haven't done too much of a of a touring run, but do you have like a favorite show or tour memory as a band so far? Uh, Emily wasn't with us for that show, but we played uh, Gothenburg uh, in March last year when they had just started doing like all ages shows again after the pandemic. And they had like started getting these uh, kids to show up like proper teenagers, not like adults. Uh, and they had started doing shows in this smaller space and um, we got booked to headline and we were, were like, what uh, shows in Gothenburg suck. This is going to be so weird. Like it's us and then 
two other tiny bands and we show up and it's one of the better hardcore shows that I've ever played. And um, yeah, that was really, really fun. Uh, so we're going back there now in April and expecting it to be bonkers. Yeah, that's oh. a lot going on there right now. It seems super cool. Yeah, That's so sick to hear. When, especially when you show up, you're like, ah, oh, this might not be the best and that just pops off. Like that's yeah. a crazy good feeling. Yeah, and we hadn't really played in that kind of Gothenburg mosh scene before, like with other bands. So we didn't really know what to expect, uh, but they were like super supportive and going off fully. So, yeah. What's your favorite of the stuff you've done, Emily, with us? I don't know. It was been also really hard for me uh, to choose. Um, I'm still in the process kind of, of like processing everything that's going on because uh, in September when we were in a small tour Malmö, Copenhagen, uh, Germany uh, for a couple of days that was my first uh, appearance live ever so uh, I didn't really expect to being a touring band like this uh, so it's all kind of uh, like pro I'm still processing <laughs> a lot still but I think the show in uh, Umeå was pretty fun, actually. It wasn't too many people there, but the the five guys that were in front of us was like doing a lot of stuff like bowing or what we do, like give me the finger. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Yeah, I, I think that was the show where uh, we always had this fun thing that there was a guy in Denmark that showed up at all the shows and he would just like, fake sing along uh because he he obviously didn't know the songs and you'd play new songs and he was nice. like up there singing along to everything <laughs> and you kind of look him in the eye and he was he was like oh uh kind of fell off a bit uh and then he just came back to it and like I friends don't remember told that us, at all yeah th this this uh we didn't meet him uh when we were there but um oh. and friends of us told us like did you did you see this guy in whatever Denmark, Danish city? Like he was faking along, and in Umeå there was another guy doing this. I was like, none of this music is out, and you're singing along to everything. So, <laughs> what are you doing, my guy? That's awesome. That's nice. Uh, the enthusiasm there. You got a A for yeah, effort, yeah. right? Yeah. Cool. You appreciate yeah, it's, it's, the it, participation, right? <laughs> Of course, and yeah. it's obviously like their way, like, oh, well, yeah, let's go. They could just right. be saying like, fuck yeah, the whole show. But true, it's it's true. awkward looking at them and being like, what are those <laughs> words? Uh... I love it. Love to hear that. Yeah. So what, what band haven't you guys played with yet that you'd, you'd love to share the stage with? What's the pipe dream? Emily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh... I don't really know because I'm so new into this, so I just want to play with like friends' bands to start with. I don't have really a goal or anything, but to start with, it would be really fun to play with uh, friends' bands. And we're doing that when we're going to, if I can say that now, we're going to play a show in Karlstad and then a couple of friends' bands going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you guys look like you're trying to keep something hush hush here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure if I could say that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you, maybe you can ask later and see if you have to cut it out quickly. Yeah, uh, just let me know. Just let me know. Yeah. No worries. 
it's probably <laughs> fine. We playing a local show at least. I I yeah, yeah. I I would just like to play with like some of the more just classic like American power violence bands like Iron Lung or Sex Prisoners something like that. Yeah. Just I because a lot of those bands haven't really made it over here. Like they don't tour that much. Like Hatred Search and like all of those bands, they don't really come over. Uh, and when they do, it's like for these one-off things, and it's never in Sweden. So just it like all the clips that i see i'm always like that looks pretty intense yes it does so, yeah <laughs> i w- one of the most like insane shows that i've ever been to was when vaccine came to europe and they played the fluff fest this czech uh, festival and they're playing a tent stage and it's just packed and everyone is going off and it's not even like moshing it's just like you're just like thrown around the whole show cuz there's like 400 people just moving and yeah it feels like I wanna I wanna achieve that like proper power violence energy from a from an American band. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Is there any band like everyone's been doing it lately? So it's kind of a hard question to answer. But is there a band who hasn't done a reunion show yet that you'd really like to see happen? It's tricky. I I my favorite band is Fugazi, but I don't know if you can get. The Fugazi live show out of them anymore. Yeah, yeah. You might not want to see it come back and then it not be what you wanted, right? Yeah, I, 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 I think they could put together a set list and do like an older show and have it sound good. Like I don't doubt that, but I wonder if that's what you want to see because you want to see like Gee kind of hurting himself and just all that screaming. Yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. reunions are tricky like that. What about yourself, Emily? Is there a certain band this you'd like to see do it? Hard question. Yes, yeah, I easy. guess I I don't usually think about this. Uh, like I like a lot of you know like older Swedish, diabet bands and stuff like that. But I don't know how it would make how they would like. It'd be like Daniel says how it'd be if they do a reunion show. But something that I would be thrilled about is, you know, head cleaners, huvudtvätt. Now, if they could do a reunion show, it probably won't happen. But Stefan, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> no. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's a great band from the eighties. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Up See? until last week, I would probably maybe have said botch. Uh, and now they're doing uh, it. See, so this oh. question gets harder every fucking week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Botch is back. Like, That's crazy. And it's also like you see it happening, and and like me, I'm usually like, yeah, yeah. If if it's been long enough, uh, it sounds like a cool idea, uh, especially if they're just doing it as kind of a short thing to, I don't know. Um, just celebrate the legacy of the band. But then when people mm-hmm. keep playing, like Gorilla Biscuits and Youth of Today and all those bands, they kind of make it a career to just play their like 40-year-old songs. Yep. That doesn't really make any sense. And also sometimes it's it's broken by, for example, Refused. Like I went to their first reunion show and it was really good and all those old records rule. And then they start putting out this stuff that I really don't like. And it's like, you should have... Should have should have called it a day. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. 
Yeah. I hear you. We have uh we have one band. I'm not gonna say who, but there's a band <laughs> from around there's a there's a, a Canada band who kind of does like a um a reunion tour every fucking six months. It's just <laughs> it's just ridiculous. So I hear what you're saying there. I completely mm. get that. Yeah. But I saw, uh, speaking of Canadian bands, I saw Wolf Parade when they came to Sweden after they came back. And it hadn't been that long, but they were still like away for a bit and they sounded better than ever. So you never know with these things. It's always a dice roll, right? Yeah. I heard good things about the Sunny Day Real Estate reunion, for example. And that could have been, yeah. Yeah. Could have been crap. Who knows? <laughs> it's fine. Every time yeah. a band comes back, I'm like, oh, are they going to fuck this up? Or because <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't be a good way to. It hurt the legacy, right? Yeah. So you guys have been in these punk scenes for quite some time now. Um, is there anything like what? What are some of the good and bad changes you've seen in the community from when you first got into it to like now? I haven't seen anything basically, so uh, Daniel can continue. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You said you've been going to shows for a long time. Yeah, but you know this is such a small city, and like, uh, ah, right. there's not just like as it is in Stockholm. Like there is not just like different kind of bookers like that now we have like this more like sort of a mainstream stage but you can book like chromex play there in this summer for instance Sick. but it's not nothing for like smaller bands uh now a couple of friends of mine have started a new club called club livred scare club scared to death basically and they cool. have just started to book like yeah, crossed hardcore bands, uh, but they only had like one show so far. Um, That's a good yeah. change, though. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the scene isn't that divided either. I would say so. It's either so. It's not too much to say. I think. Uh, I don't. Th I, I'm not making any sense now. I feel like, but. Daniel, you can go ahead. I'll jump in. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that like the divide now, it's um, when we started doing shows like 2010, 11, there weren't really any promoters in Stockholm. So we were doing most of the shows. So whenever a band came, it would be with us. So it would be like, it would be all ages. It would be, uh, it could be any style. So a uh, screamo band, beat down Stockholm band, straight band. edge, right? Yeah. Yeah, I a uh, booking group that I I've been active in called Stockholm Straight Edge, mm. uh, and then after a few years, when the scene started building up, people started eventually making their own booking groups. So like the chain punk gang would go together and they do their shows. And after a while, like the mosh gang goes together, the crust gang uh, start doing shows by themselves. And I guess now you see it clearly, like all of those shows are getting bigger because there's a niche and they do it well, but no one's really engaging with each other. So I, I guess things like shows are bigger than ever, or the, the possibility of a, sh of, of a show being bigger is, is better now, but yeah, it's kind of a bummer and, and you don't really, everything gets so similar, like, uh, you know, everyone looks the same and behave kind of the same. Yeah. Eight bands shows sound very similar. Yeah. And like shows might be more fun, I guess. I was talking to this, uh, to my friend about this yesterday because 
like you know the mosh debate like how how much are you supposed to allow at a show and how much like we we were doing all for a it. while like yeah like <laughs> there, was, there was a, all of it <laughs> yeah there was there was a while like we were doing a lot of uh work to try to make just more non-white guy people like show up to shows and we were like what makes the difference and it was like yeah representation big thing not just book like all male lineups all the time so you start doing that and it's also like you want to feel safe so you want to make sure that there's not like a rapist at the show and you want to be able to be at the show and not get like kicked in the head if you're like a a smaller person um and like kind of bridging that gap between hardcore shows being fun and also like realizing you want more people to come out and you have to meet them somewhere and we were talking about that yesterday like maybe like people aren't complaining that much about like hard moshing or whatever but it might be because no one shows up and just to kind of just check it out because they're all they already have their own thing like everyone is already into it and they're going to the shows so yeah it's like different sides to it i can understand that completely next you want more people there but it's not uh it's not for everybody yeah <laughs> right so yeah and and that's also like the question like should someone like kick your head in just because you're in the room maybe not but uh... should like that like there there you know there are or uh, degrees in hell. I don't know if that saying translates no, in I English. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, like we engaged in some pretty heavy moshing, and like I, I uh, broke my rib at a show last year because I was standing against the thing. Like I don't, I don't, I don't Yikes. mind that. Like it does, uh, doesn't matter to me. But you know, part of the game, right? Yeah, kind of. I know what it's I'm getting the game. into. That's yeah. But, don't, but if you want stand some, there. <laughs> yeah, but uh, also like if you want more than the same like thirty white guys to show up to shows, yeah, how how do you do it? <laughs> no, I, uh, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a tough debate. Yeah, it's a tough debate. Yeah, yeah. That's like I I don't want to go on about it, but it's like there's no solution to it, and but, I guess yeah, the it's, pro <laughs> it's like if there's like because I, I i the guy i was talking to he was like kind of like how are we coming across the people who mosh a lot like because he's obviously concerned about his appearance and including people but also he doesn't want to stop moshing so when you have that in your head like i think you're fine but if you don't care about anyone you're like i'm here to mosh whoever shows up i don't care we could be two people here it doesn't matter i'm gonna go off it's like okay but it's, it's going to suck. <laughs> I'll throw a question to Emily, since, as you said, there is no solution to this. And I could talk about it for hours, and I'd love to, but we'll, we'll move along. Uh, Emily, if you could do a guest vocal feature for any band, who would you oh, love to shit. do vocals for? Uh, also super hard. Uh... You can only pick one band. <laughs> yeah, okay. If that's so, World of Pleasure. <laughs> oh, that quick? Yes. <laughs> I fucking love World of Pleasure. <laughs> So yeah, much. So good. Oh, they're so fucking good. They're Canadian yeah. too. They're they're out. Uh, oh, they are. They're right, in yeah. a different province from me, but they're they're fucking amazing. Yeah, I've been listening edge. to them quite a lot. Yeah, I think that vocal mix would go really well too. Actually, that'd be super cool. Yeah, that's a fun band. Mm. So, <laughs> are, are you guys both? Uh, are you guys both straight edge? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so this makes this next question maybe a little trickier. <laughs> What's the most illegal or dangerous thing you've ever done in your life? I find most of you non-drug using are, people are usually law-abiding citizens, not not too. I used to drink before. I've been sober for like over six years. Congratulations. Thank you. I don't. I don't think you should say the thing that we were discussing. <laughs> no, no. No, you can leave out names. <laughs> you know, don't 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 uh, implicate yourself on anything. You can say hypotheticals. That's why I say illegal or dangerous. Because I'm mm -hmm. just I just want to hear the dirt, really. I'm really mostly of a, and always have been a coward as bitch. So I haven't done <laughs> too much dangerous stuff because okay. I never dared to. So real. I've always been really like self-conscious and being like really scared of everything. <laughs> Except for I was I started drinking like at 15, so probably that's the most illegal thing. Yeah, yeah, but most people start drinking when they're way underage. It's not. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. So too, it's it's no big. big deal at all. I know. Yeah, but it's yeah. not too crazy. No, it is illegal. It's not. it's not too crazy. Maybe Daniel's a secret secret badass. <laughs> I I I was thinking about this. Like, I don't want to tell. I uh, don't implicate yourself. It's cool. I, yeah. I, I don't uh, think I have any cops in the audience. They better fucking not be. Put it that way. <laughs> yeah, but you never you never know who's gonna no, like, feel, click, feel, yeah. click click it. So, uh, yeah. but the most dangerous thing, if I don't tell you how illegal I've been, I think the most dangerous thing I've done <laughs> is like being on a full U.S. tour, like just doing night drive after night drive with people just smoking weed every fucking day all the time, and just sleeping on the van floor, and I'm like. Should have died, probably. Uh, especially now that, like, I got my driver's license a year ago, like, super late. And you do those, like, kind of risk risk analysis courses. And they tell you about the dangers of, like, sleep deprivation and long drives and stuff. Yeah, it's bad. And, yeah, and I'm like, hmm. So that 23-hour drive we did, uh, and I was just on the floor, and they were smoking weed in the van the whole day. We should have crashed, I guess. <laughs> Uh, some people drive perfectly fine under uh, the influence of marijuana. Um, I mean, it's pretty, it's it's decriminalized here. It's still illegal to drive stoned yeah. in Canada, but it's so common that uh, I don't even really flinch at it anymore. Mm. Um, I don't approve of it, but but yeah. some people drive perfectly fine. It's not... I know they don't, but uh, <laughs> if they don't get into car crashes. As long as, long as you wake up, you're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody's got to drive on those long drives, right? Shit. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> ass assuming neither of you guys are pacifists, if you could punch anyone in the face as hard as you can with no repercussions, who's getting your one punch and why? You're having a one, Daniel. I was thinking, like, what local politicians would I hit the most? Like, who's, <laughs> yeah, was... who's ruining my life the most? It's, like, it's always a politician. It's well, it's it's easy to go to them. Yeah. Yeah, and I I I think like people have this view of what Sweden is like, and it's not been like that for a few years. And after the last election, where we had kind of this shifting government, not maybe in in um, it went from like the central liberal whatever like uh, government into a full full blown right right wing government, and they yes, just I've heard like that. yeah, and it started going like fully insane with like the corruption and all that shit and uh fuck there's this uh swedish uh like this um the head of uh a branch of this like stockholm 
gov- government uh, called Irian Svenonius. Like, you know, Svenonius, the, the guy from uh, Nation of Ulysses who got cancelled a couple years ago, the singer, uh, she has the same name as him. And she's been fucking corrupt and just like bankrupting the, the st- um, city, essentially, uh, morally and uh, like just like squeezing out the welfare from everyone, like building ins- insanely expensive hospitals and... Um, I'd fucking slap her so hard if I uh, didn't have any. <laughs> no there, repercussions. Yeah. yeah, no repercussions. No repercussions. Yeah, she, and, they, and the person just has to take it too. You just you deck yeah. them once, and they just like, oh, fuck, thanks. I guess like that's it. In my dreams, I'm slapping her. Yes. <laughs> okay. What about yourself, Emily? Is there someone you're yeah. giving a, a good punch or slap to? I was resonating in the same way as Daniel. Probably some right wing political. I don't really know any specific. Uh, that's so hard to come up with. Probably Svenonius is a good one. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I should have asked this earlier, but I, I I did mention you guys have been in the punk thing for a long enough time. Did you guys ever have any uh, cringy MySpace screen names during that era? I was too young for MySpace. I didn't have it. What? You're 28. Um, what? You couldn't have been that. What? Like, I'm a, I'm a, if you're 28, I'm 32. I was still... Yeah, I but I don't know. I was like scared of internet when I was little. <laughs> oh, okay. I was gonna say I like, I, like had a, it, so. I I got like a we have a Swedish. Um, it was was like a, now it's called or it changed name to Davies. It's like a diary thing. You upload pictures. I had that when I was in like I was about like fourteen maybe. But I always hated usernames, so I would just. Even since I was like 15, I was just like hit the fuck. What do you call the tangent board, Daniel? Keyboard. Keyboard. Yeah, I just like hit the keyboard a few times and like choose some random letters or okay uh, numbers <laughs> and just go went with that. I know I had the first username was probably a, an Aerosmith song, "No Surprise" or something like that. Nice. That's the most cheesy thing I have when I was like 14, <laughs> maybe. Aerosmith uh, song. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved Aerosmith when I was a kid. Yeah, so did I. Oh, I was super obsessed. But yeah, then from like 15 and on, I always had like random letters. Something fun. <laughs> what about yourself, Daniel? Yeah, I can't. I so did not- like all these like kind of uh, corny song names. Uh, nice don't really remember any like or well yeah it's it's corny to do them uh they weren't nothing special my first like myspace wasn't that big in sweden uh but my first one at these like this kind of like kids community when i was 12 or 13 was uh because i was uh, obsessed with this like stockholm soccer team um so i had like the soccer team uh rocks Oh yeah, and I I got I got kind of uh, like uh, picked on by my uh, classmates. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. It's it's like you're sitting in front of the computer. It's like seven thirty, and you're like online for the first time, and you're like, ah, I gotta pick a um, pick a screen name, statement. and it's you know, yeah. it's always gonna be stupid. That's why I like asking. Yeah, did you have one? Me? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, I was Robbie Softmosh on MySpace as a joke. 
because everyone at the time was like, oh, bring in the hard mosh, man, sick mosh, and stay brutal and all that cringy shit. But I like emo music and a bunch of like other soft shit. So I was Robbie soft mosh. And that's why I asked because it's, it's fucking cringy. It's funny as fuck, though. Yeah. So I'm always curious. That's kind, cringy that's kind of like like my new uh, my new uh, screen name that I got when I started playing Warzone during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Because uh, like, uh, you know, those like kind of jock gamers, like yep. not normal gamers they're like jock gamers oh, they'd you. be like kyle murders all uh five yeah. or something like that like yeah. super corny so i have yep. sims sims done 69 so it's like you know the sims the game i i thought that would be kind of like promo <laughs> provokingly corny to nice. them and then just instead of having like um i don't know 420 or something i have 69 the funniest number yeah <laughs> And Danne is what you're called in Swedish. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, like Danne. this, uh, kind of this, like, in my head, it's kind of like a jock nickname for Daniel. Uh, so we don't, we don't go by Dan in Sweden. It's, it's Danne instead. Oh, okay. Good to know. Good to know. I, I too have made some screen names that I thought would just in, like, just intentionally target and piss off jock gamers <laughs> as, as you call them. Just the absolute complete opposite of being so alpha and ridiculous. Just make your screen name really ridiculous. So when they get killed by you, they're pissed off more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just like, imagine sprinkle like... rainbows just kill me. Fuck <laughs> that guy. They're so pissed off. <laughs> How's this guy whooping my ass? <laughs> yeah. It's funny when you when you kill like women have no rights and you, you murder no, them. Fuck. Yeah. Clowns who put their, their clan as Trump and shit like that or mega yeah. and stupid shit like that. Like, fuck that guy. I'm going for you every time. You're a clown. <laughs> You're a clown, buddy. Fucking sitting around playing COD all goddamn day. Ugh, I could bitch about those clowns all day, but <laughs> I remember Daniel, you were saying exactly the same thing when you were uh, telling about your the Discord name, uh, Sims Dunn yeah. Nine, as you just did, like yeah, killing so many Warzone and being having that name. Yeah, it's we had our funny. our clan tag was just meat, just meat. It's just so stupid. We all like to we all like to barbecue. So we just made it meat because there's so many like <laughs> tough guy fucking clan names. Like, settle down. You're playing a fucking video game. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we're in 2023 though. So kind of backtracking. Do you guys have an album of the year for 2022? Something you played the most of? Mm, it has to be a new album, right? From uh, 2022. From... Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. I mean that. Like I've said, I. I'm so bad at listening to new music. I only listen to the same thing over and over again. You did say but that. I yeah. have to go with uh, my friends in Social Stirelsen's new uh, new album, but it, they released it a year ago. Uh, it's yeah, I've been listening to that a lot. It's really good. What's it called? It's got a long title, right? I crossed the speglas skärvor in crushed mirrors. Pieces, shards, maybe. Shard. Oh. Yeah. Ah, we'll send you that name later. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. And what about yourself, Dan? Did you have a? Um. Uh, would you play I, I, for a long time? It was this twenty-track Big Thief record, uh, New Mountain Warm, whatever it's called. Uh, I listened to that a lot. Uh, but then in. Uh, always put out their third record in October and I just I still can't stop listening to it like I put it on going to my office and when I go home at the end of the day I'm like let's go again I just can't <laughs> stop listening to it it's so good 
and you guys uh it happens a lot in the power violence world you got like a favorite split of all time for power violence I, or hardcore if you want i try to avoid splits honestly i think they're pretty annoying really hot take hot <laughs> take hot take yeah, it's like I want to if I if I like a band, I want everything by them. I don't want anything else interrupt, mm -hmm. even though maybe. So I usually just avoid splits. So I haven't listened to too many, honestly. Uh, but I can if, get behind that. Yeah. If it was like uh, two bands I really like, I probably listen to that split. But yeah, I'm just stubborn sometimes. Yeah, I would say uh, one of the better Coke Bust releases is the split with Vaccine. That one's good. I love Coke uh, Bust. Good band. Yeah, they came here a few times. Uh, oh, yeah? And, yeah, and they they were touring off the Vaccine split when we played the same festival in Europe once too. So that one. And I think around the same time, um, one of the better uh, Weekend Outshows records is the split with Lack of Interest. And I have a lack of interest for Lack of Interest, but the Weekend Nacho side is really, really good. So, And see, this like brings up Emily's point in a good way too, where sometimes like some of my favorite songs are on a split, but I don't really care for the other half of it. Yeah. So I can see how not loving splits is like, it makes sense to me too. Like I get that, right? Mm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, if you guys, uh, I think I got one or two questions left here. Yeah, two questions. If you guys could give the entire world a gift, what would it be? Doesn't have to be like a material possession or anything like that. Just peace, Lin liniment. Is it the right word? What is that? Liniment. Like, uh... It's like tiger balm. Tiger <laughs> For... Uh, it's like a muscle relaxing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could use some of that shit. I'm yeah, old. it's my favorite thing during the winter. <laughs> That's good. Okay. So peace and some some nice muscle relaxing cream. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I had to use some of that when we were in Finland a couple of weeks ago because my back was just yeah sleeping poorly and and playing well, on playing couches shows. and vans and shit right. Uh yeah yeah we were yeah yeah thin mattresses. Yeah, and just when it's it's like i used to be able to do like 30 shows in a in a row and just be like fine and then i turned 30 and i sat in my house for two two and a half years not doing anything and then yeah. when we started playing again i'm like two shows <laughs> so i had to take some of that that cream uh yeah yeah i do it I do a couch sleep for like one night and I'm sore for two days. It's fucking garbage getting old. <laughs> like I can't yeah. do it anymore. I'm not that punk. I'm too punk for couch sleeps now. Or I'm not punk <laughs> enough to do couch sleeps anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a, a good answer for that one. The, the question. You don't have a good answer? Yeah. I mean, yeah, peace. Peace is fine, I guess. World peace. <laughs> Mobile mattresses. Oh, yeah. I, I, hate, I hate inflatable mattresses so i would not want them for but like for a good world. one like a good one if you could give everybody like a good mobile mattress so they don't have to have like rotten backs from sleeping on couches all the time and shit you know what i want to get them i want to get everyone like all the tall kings of the world i want to get them an extra tall bed like huh? i bought this I, I i got this huge bed it's like uh 20 centimeters longer okay and it's um Claps ass. It's really nice. 
<laughs> how tall are you? Uh, I I don't know what it'd be to you, but it's like one ninety two in Swedish. Uh, in in metric. I have no idea, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just over. It's, it's probably foot. like it's probably like six just... or seven or something. Whatever you say. Right. 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 Okay. So you need one of those numbers. <laughs> but yeah, you you never you I I never knew, and then my dad was like, "You should probably, if you're buying a new bed, buy an extra tall bed." Yeah. I did, and it was worth it. Sleep is magical. It's very magical. Yeah. <laughs> so with the album coming out, um, what's what's the next big goal or accomplishment that you guys want to reach with the band? Like, is there a certain milestone you want to hit? A venue you've always dreamed of playing, or a band you've dreamed of sharing a stage with? Like, what's what's the goals right now? Daniel would probably have a better answer than me. I think, like, I've I've been able to do a lot of the things I wanted or wanted and wanted, but like, I've toured China and Japan and the U.S. like everywhere in Europe five times over. Like, I've been pretty much everywhere like that I'm interested in. I I'd like to go to Canada sometime, but. You know, I don't know how different it would be from Sweden, really. So I, I guess for the band, it's like we started working on a first, like proper full length. We we're just discussing today, like how long does it have to be? Because it's going to be a lot of songs since they're all so short. Uh, but yeah, just putting that together, making it like a cohesive thing would be fun. Hmm. What's your goals, Emily? You got something that you want to do with the band? Uh, I'm just like, I feel like I'm just vibing along the rest of them. Uh, uh, as I said, I didn't really expect to be in uh, such an active band like this. Uh, especially like since the, the band are going, having Karlstad. We have been like rehearsing for three years, but haven't put out a demo yet. So things are going pretty slow, especially during COVID and such. Uh... But yeah, still going pretty. The progress has been pretty slow. So to join Chow has been like a super big uh, change. So, uh, but it's super fun and super exciting. But I don't really have like a goal like that. I'm just like going day by day, basically. <laughs> just rolling with it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, this has been a super fun chat with you guys. Is there any last uh, shout outs, any plugs, any causes, anything you literally want to speak on at all? And then we'll uh, we'll play an outro track and say our sayonaras. Nothing. Or however you say goodbye in Swedish. I don't know how you say it. No, come see us. Yeah, I was saying people should just get the new record, Burn, on Quarantine Records and go see us play. We're trying to play as much as possible, just making up for past couple of years. Things not really going our way. So yeah, making up yeah. for, for lost time. <laughs> Emily, you got I anything agree. on that? I have nothing more to say. Okay, perfect. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> I agree with Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Can't wait to hear the new record, guys. Very excited for it. Thanks so much again for coming to chat with us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks a lot.